I'll be taking my text from the book of Proverbs, chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3, we'll start at verse 1. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Forget not. We're going to discuss what it means to forget. I'm not talking about like you forgot something like I do all the time. As we get older, it seems to be easier to do. This is where we choose to ignore things that we shouldn't to the point where we don't remember them anymore. So I want to make sure we're differentiating those things because we certainly all have those momentary lapses where it's right on the tip of your tongue and you can't remember. Uh, more often than not for me, but that that's beside the point. So let's get to what the definition would be of forgetting. It's, it's to lose the remembrance of, to be unable to think of or recall, to cease from doing, to treat with inattention or disregard, or to disregard in, intentionally, to give up hope or expectation. That's a dangerous one. We see that a lot. Uh, if you forget enough, you, you, there's a point where you won't remember and then you have no hope at all. And you give up. And we don't want to see that for sure. There's some synonyms I wanted to share. Uh, neglect would be one. and implies giving insufficient attention to something that merits one's attention. Disregard suggests voluntary inattention. To ignore implies a failure to regard something obvious. To overlook suggests disregarding or ignoring through haste or lack of care. That's where we can kind of say, oh, I was just too busy. I, I was busy. Couldn't, couldn't get to that. To slight implies contemptuous or disdainful disregard or omitting. So forgetting suggests it's willfully ignoring, okay, or a failure to impress something on your own mind to want to remember it. So remembering is the opposite of forgetting, uh, and remembering requires uh, effort. Anyone that goes to school knows that. You start studying for a test, uh, you're working on your recall as quickly as you can, There's, a, there's some things you can do to improve your recall. You can say and read something out loud instead of just reading it quietly. They say that you should avoid cramming. <laughs> That's part of that procrastination thing where you decide to wait till the night before and you try to get all three chapters in. Uh, That's too much at once, they say, even if you're young. 
utilizing mnemonic devices, for instance, a rhyme like I before E except after C. Uh, songs are good for that. And we, Sunday school songs, uh, you, we sung, well, we, I, I didn't go to Sunday school. So you're lucky. All the characters and the songs about the stories in the Bible that you, that you learned to sing, uh, helped you remember the stories and the songs, uh, put those in your memory so you wouldn't forget. Uh, you could probably start a tune without singing the words and you'd know exactly what this, what it was about, what story it's about. Acronyms. Uh, WWJD, what would Jesus do? Or how about, um, we, I remember there was frog across the street, fully rely on God. I remember that one. And there's many others. There's, we use them in music. We use them all over the place. So there's, there's these different ways that you can try to um, remember things. And we, we all do that. I think we all run, find ourselves trying to do different things. There's things we want to remember. There's structuring and organizing with outlines and timelines. And, of course, there's elaborating and rehearsing where you repeat it and you, you rehearse it again and again so you can remember it. That's a good uh, memorization strategy. Um, but we, we also um, have certain things that happen that seem to burn into our memory. Never forget. That's a slogan for 9-11. Today is September 11th. It wasn't just planes and towers in the Pentagon. There's almost 3,000 people that died that day. And there's a lot of people that were affected that don't want us to ever forget what happened that day. Most anyone that was old enough to remember it can tell you exactly where they were. I, I remember my mom telling me, I know exactly where I was when they said that JFK had been shot. And I really didn't understand what that meant until 9-11-2001. It burns in your memory. But even then, memories fade. And then there's those of you who were born late enough that you don't even, you weren't around. And these, the, we would want you to understand that that was a real thing that occurred. And that we would want you to remember those that died, innocent lives that died, those that ran towards the towers, the firemen and the policemen. We would want you to remember those people. But the Lord's talking about something more important, as important as 9-11 is to us. Forget not my law. This is what God's talking about here. This, is, this has eternal value. This is something that can determine where you spend eternity, where I spend eternity. Forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. So we want to sometimes, and it's necessary to relay stories to those who didn't experience something. And so if we turn to Psalm 78 we'll find a psalm. And on, on, where I was reading it, at the top of it, it said, Tell the coming generation. 
And I'm just going to read a few verses from Psalm 78, starting at verse 5. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. It goes on with other things, but that, that's... That's the point. We don't want anyone to forget. When we come to this place, it's part of that exercise. We hear people rehearse their testimony. I remember the first time I came to a service across the street, it's during camp meeting, wasn't saved. I was only used to one kind of service. And it wasn't like that. Not even close. People standing up and giving their testimony randomly and telling what God had done for them, never seen that before in my life. That, mean, that's, that means a lot. When you hear that, when someone hears your testimony, I know when you sit back down, you think about all the things you could have said and you could have said that better. I know what that feels like. We all know what that feels like. It's, it's not... Pleasant sometimes, but God uses it. God uses it. Our testimony and the testimonies we heard tonight, we heard about a heritage. We heard about healing. We heard about a living gospel. We heard about getting saved when you're young. It's good stuff. We want to rehearse these things. Our eternal soul depends on it. Hebrews 2.1 says, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. We are human. We forget things. We put off things. We procrastinate. We'll do it later. It's dangerous. We'll forget that's how, that's how we lead to forgetting. So we're exposed to the gospel every time we come to this place. But some struggle to understand it. Some struggle with what they're hearing. They don't know how, how, do I, what is that, how does that apply to me? How, how can I get saved? And they struggle with all that. It doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what the Sunday school teacher says. It doesn't matter what even your parents say at times. It doesn't seem to click. God can get down to your heart. He did to mine. I, I wasn't raised in this gospel. It doesn't really matter what we say. We certainly are trying our best to convey the love of God and how much he cares for you. We're certainly trying to convey that ye must be born again, that there is no other choice. But God does that for us. For when, when all of us can fail, God is still in it. And he's still able to speak to a heart. And it is everyone's responsibility to answer the call when the call comes. If someone chooses to ignore what they've been told and what they've been taught, 
and they choose to ignore the call when it comes, that's on them. And that's what God's saying here. Forget not. Forget not. Because you can choose to forget. You can choose to not remember any of this. You can choose, but God will continue to call in his mercy and his grace. He will not let you go. I remember I was across the street. Like I said, it was the first meeting I'd ever been to. I heard testimonies. I heard preaching. I heard music. I heard the whole thing, and I walked out. Year and a half. But I couldn't get away from it. I'm not sure I tried to, but it was just, I wasn't interested in quote unquote organized religion. That was one of my, that was, you know, that's an easy one to say. You know, I, 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 I'm just not interested in organized religion. I really do want to serve God. I want to, but I just don't, I'm not into that organized religion thing. You know, it, it's just an easy one to say, uh, but it's just a cop out. It's an absolute cop out. I didn't think so at the time, but uh, it was. And, and when I, it, I couldn't get away from it, an hour and a, half, a year and a half later, found me back in this church, wondering what God could do for me. Well, He did plenty for me. He didn't disappoint me. And if you're here wondering what He could do for you, just tr- let Him, tr- just give Him a try. Now, I, I didn't even come to the altar. I went into a pew. I didn't want anyone to see me. So if, that, if that's your thing, just get in the pew. But mean business. Be serious about it. Uh, don't just go in the pew and say, well, God, are you going to do something? You, you still have to pray. Uh, you, you still need to surrender. You still need to repent. You still, those things still need to happen regardless of where you are. That doesn't change. Chapter 3 says, my son. He's talking to those who are saved. His children, my child, my son. Forget not my law. He promises. What I love about these is that you have do this, and then there's a promise. Do this, and there's a promise. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. This word of God gives us peace. When you're struggling, when you have nowhere to turn, we have the Lord. We have the word of God. The law gives us peace. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. How can mercy and truth forsake us if we forget? If you forget the law, if you forget God's word, if you forget to pray, if you forget to even have a relationship with the Lord, mercy and truth will forsake you. Not because they went anywhere, because you did, because I did. So it says to bind them and write them. Recall devices, reading and praying are are some of the best devices to remember something in small chunks. Don't take the whole book and try to read it overnight. It's even divided up for us. 
elaborate and rehearse, memorize scriptures, take advantage of study aids, the daybreak, Sunday school lessons, etc. Bind them and write them in your heart. Good advice, favor and understanding from God and man is the promise. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Ask Mike. Have you ever been? I, I know I've had the same thing. Oh, watch your, watch your language. Here comes Ryler. They know. In all thy ways acknowledge him. Oh, I've just skipped one, sorry. I skipped my favorite one. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. I capitalize trust and all. Trust. When, you, when we build trust with someone, doesn't that take time? Doesn't that take effort? Isn't there a continual back and forth? You don't just say, I'm going to trust you and see you in a year. How can you trust someone you only see once a year? This is, a, this is an ongoing situation. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. If, if, we, if we are not around the Lord enough, we will lean our own understanding because we're not going anywhere else. We want to trust the Lord daily, hourly. I need thee every hour. I need him every minute. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Action. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. All thy ways, acknowledge him. If we're considering what we're doing each, each moment and how am I honoring the Lord with this, certainly that is another way to remember and recall and never forget uh, who is standing there with us all the time. He's holding our hand like we heard in the song. We want to have a structured time and a place when possible to go into the word and to pray. What happens if we don't do these things? Verse 7. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Be not wise in thine own eyes. I want to turn to Jeremiah chapter 2. Starting at verse 4. This is Jeremiah speaking to the southern kingdom. We heard about the northern and southern kingdoms Friday. This is before they went uh, into captivity in Babylon. And uh, this is Jeremiah prophesying to them. Hear ye the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, and all the families of the house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, What iniquity have your fathers found in me, that they are gone far from me? and have walked after vanity, and are become vain. Neither said they, Where is the Lord that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, that led us through the wilderness, through a land of deserts and of pits, through a land of drought and of the shadow of death, through a land that no man passed through and where no man dwelt. And I brought you into a plentiful country to eat the fruit thereof and the goodness thereof. But when ye entered, ye defiled my land, and made mine, in, mine heritage an abomination. The priest said not, Where is the Lord? 
And they that handle the law knew me not. The pastors also transgressed against me, and the prophets prophesied by Baal and walked after things that do not profit. They were supposed to be rehearsing what God had done. And they didn't. They stopped. And look what happened. Now they're prophesying through Baal. We will choose another way if we don't go God's way. There's only two ways. There's God's way and another way. The other way might look like there's lots of choices. It's still going the same place. They all lead to the same place. So verse 7 says, Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. See, the Israel was looking around. And they found that, well, the way they worship looks like more fun. That's more interesting. It, it appealed to the flesh is what happened. They saw a way of worship that, that appealed to their flesh instead of appealing to the Lord. When we worship, it's not for us, it's for God. Let's get that straight. Uh, worship isn't for us. We don't come in here uh, and, and sing songs and worship so that we'll feel better. It's to thank the Lord for everything He's done for us. And to give Him glory and honor for who He is and what He's done and what He will do. Let's keep that perspective when we come in. It's not about what we will get out of it. It's what we can give the Lord. And that's not how they looked at it. They saw a way to benefit somehow in their flesh. And it, 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 it ruined the whole country. Devastating effects. So we must worship in spirit and truth. We hear that a lot. In fact, we hear a lot of things a lot around here. They've, we're rehearsing them. We want to hear them often so we never forget them. We want the younger ones who may not know to know. You must be born again. You haven't. That is the, that is the most important thing to know is that God loves you, that he sent his son to die on a cross to go through horrible things for each of us, that if we would believe on him, that we can have eternal life. We rehearse that a lot. It's the key. It's the key to the peace that we talked about. It's the key to understanding all that the Lord would want for us to know. Uh, we're supposed to surrender. We're supposed to repent. And we need to believe. We can go and sin no more. God can help us. God can keep us if we want to be kept. He is our strength in every situation. Be holy, for I am holy. That's a scripture that we want to remember. That's what the Lord says. Be holy, for I am holy. We must be holy. That's what we talk about entire sanctification. We must surrender. We must consecrate. Jesus said, tarry until you be endued with power.
We need to dedicate our lives. We need to have complete surrender and a desire to be compelled by God's will, not our own. We hear lots of scriptures. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. That's a good one to rehearse. That's a good one to memorize. You have those doubts come. You have that the, the devil starts to throw things at you. Jesus, God promised. He promised, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. There's something to stand on. The promises are, are there to stand on. We sing that song. It's not just a song. We're standing on the promises. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on me. Whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. We're talking, we heard about standing this morning. Standing and staying, very similar. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Casting all your cares on him because he cares for you. There's a lot of promises. There's a a lot of things we can rehearse and memorize and and will embolden our faith and help us in any situation we're in. Uh, But we don't want to forget. We do not want to forget. We want to give the Lord the glory. We want to be able to uh, have these scriptures in our heart so that when we're faced with different things, the Lord is there to help us each and every day. So the opportunity is is now to come down and and to uh, seek the Lord with all of our heart. And to trust Him with all of our heart and lean not under our own understanding. If you, do, if you don't understand how, how does you get sanctified, don't try to understand it. Trust the Lord tonight. And if you don't know how, how can the Lord baptize me with the Holy Ghost and fire, don't worry about how. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and just trust Him. Trust Him. He'll guide us through, He'll guide you through the whole thing. And you'll, you'll see victory. Even tonight. The song is 506. Won't you come now and pray?